is joining uh, with us this morning. Uh, first of all, I just want to say to all of our church family, Stasha and I and the staff, we miss you so much, and uh, we cannot wait to see you again. And uh, But here we are, digitally having church today. Um, I know that, the, of course, the authorities have asked that we not gather together, but that doesn't mean we can't get together and hear God's Word. I just want to encourage you this morning, so church family, be blessed, and to all the rest of our friends. Um, I want to welcome you and thank you just for taking time out of your morning uh, to spend some time with us, to hear God's word, to be encouraged. And I pray that that's what this is. That's my intent for today uh, in bringing you this. Um, but as I began to think, what was I going to share with all of you this morning? You not being here, and it's obviously a different type of setting, but uh, the questions that are coming that I'm hearing, that I'm even asking myself, uh, observations that I'm making, uh, that you're making as well, we're living in times that we haven't had to live in before. And um, to say that these are uncertain times, are, that's definitely an understatement. Uh, in the times that we're living. So not only are, for example, our, our church services, for a couple of weeks, they're going to be limited to this, to online for a couple of weeks. Um, of course, we know that that's not just the case with church. Many of you are, uh, you, you've lost your jobs for a time. Uh, students aren't going to school right now. My heart really goes out to seniors, both in high school and in college, and you know, the, the, the senior experience is not there for the end of the year. Um, offices are shutting down as well. We have several folks even here in our church that haven't worked this entire week. And of course, servers. Uh, think of those people in the restaurant industry who are taking a, a big hit. And so to say that these are uncertain times is, is definitely uh, an understatement. But as it relates to the church, this is an area that um, we are, in a sense, we're thankful for. And the reason being, the church has suffered pandemics before where the church has not been able to meet, again, a long time ago, not necessarily in our generation. Uh, but we didn't have this type of access. And so we're at least glad today that we have this type of technology to be able to do this. And um, we still are able to have contact. Uh, so the question, as I began to think through what I wanted to share with you this morning, actually came earlier uh, in the week, and the question is, that I've been hearing is, where is God in all of this? And that's what I want to talk to you about in the next few moments. Um, think about, for example, just this past week, we went over this, uh, but how has this current situation maybe changed you, maybe changed your family's circumstance and your situation really over the past few weeks? Many of us have experienced that type of change, and we know that our world, even, not just our, our community, not just our nation, but our world has really been turned upside down with how things are being quarantined. And so where is God? It's, it's, this is not a normal way of life uh, that we're experiencing. And so, of course, we have many churches that are taking to social media uh, to proclaim Jesus. So I believe this is a fine hour for the church to be able to proclaim the gospel and so that the message of hope goes out so that people can understand who Jesus is, because we're asking, where is God in all of this? I want to talk to you about that today. Where is he? So it is a fair question. What is the answer? And um, what is our response uh, as the church, as believers? What is our response in all of this? The response for local governments, for national governments, for world leaders, it's changing almost almost minute by minute at times. I know Sunday morning, we this past Sunday morning, we were able to meet. Uh, we fell under the threshold of 100 people. We have two services, and so between the two services, we fell under that uh, each service. 
Then that afternoon, the ratio fell down to 50 people meeting. And so I began to think, okay, well, we'll do home groups. We'll meet that way. And then by Monday afternoon, uh, President Donald Trump asked that gatherings of 10 or more uh, be restricted. And so that threw that plan out the window. And, and here we are. So things are changing. Things just almost minute by minute. Uh, the way that we do church, even, it, it, it's, me, it's moving and, and changing rapidly. As I was reading, again, earlier this past week, the Bible through um, the year reading plan that we have is called the Life Journal Reading Plan. I was reading at the end of Deuteronomy, it was in chapter 31, and just received such amazing hope because as a, as a church leader even, trying to process through how all of this is going to work, how I'm going to connect with you, how I'm going to show the love of God, how I'm going to encourage you through this time, um, all that was up in the air and changing, and then here comes Deuteronomy 31. And as we began to read through there and understand the context, this was uh, the nation of Israel had just left Egypt, uh, not had just left, 40 years earlier had left Egypt and had wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And so now they were about to enter into the promised land that God had uh, chosen for them. And so we see Moses, who was their leader at this time, and his time of leadership was coming to an end, and he was passing this on to Joshua. And so he had some encouraging words for Joshua. And so if you have your Bibles with you today, uh, you can turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 31. We're going to read two verses out of this chapter. Uh, but this was a new in a different way. Moses was telling Joshua, and as a matter of fact, if you turn over a few pages into Joshua chapter 3, Joshua even says this. He said, this is a new way that we haven't been before. And so here are the encouraging words that Moses gave to Joshua. So it's in, in verse 6 here, Deut Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6, says, So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And then as you drop down to verse 8, it sounds very familiar. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And as I was reading this earlier in the week, I immediately saw how this translates into what we're experiencing today. We haven't been this way before as a nation with this pandemic. Let me say this, in our lifetime, we haven't been this way. How do we do life? How do we do church? And so I want to take a few principles that of the leadership style that Moses and Joshua, that the Lord gave to both of them uh, during this time. So again, where is God in all of this? You may be asking this yourself, not just your friends and neighbors, but you may be asking this yourself. And here's the word, this is what I want you to hang on to today. God is going before you, and God is with you. We don't know the way necessarily. We don't know what the next few weeks are going to look like. We do know that we're not going to be meeting in a church facility type of building, but we know that God is with us. We don't know if we're going to be quarantined in our homes. We just don't know. But what we do know, according to Deuteronomy and, of course, the rest of the scriptures, God is with you. And I want you to be encouraged with that today. A few things I want to bring up today, a few points I want to make 
uh, coming from this uh, to encourage you. First of all, God is calling his church to be strong and courageous. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you've asked God to forgive you of your sins, and you've turned your life over to Jesus to allow him to lead you and to guide you, God is calling you, you are the church, to be strong and courageous during these times. While so many people are in an all-out panic in many cases, look at your nearest grocery store and you can see this happening. While so many people are in an all-out panic, God is assuring his church, don't be afraid and don't panic. Instead, be strong and courageous. How can we do that? Because God is with us and he is encouraging us, be strong and courageous. How can we be strong and courageous? The second thing, the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. You know the Lord knows exactly what is happening. The Lord knows exactly what is going to be happening. And he is with you. He's been there and he's going before. I believe and I know that God is leading his church in these certain times. How can I know that? Because he always has. God has always led his church. There's a scripture in the back of our sanctuary and it's from Hebrews 13.8, and it says this, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is with you. He always has been, and he always will be with you. He will personally go ahead of you. We may be forced out of our building, but God is not forced out of our lives. And that does not mean we stop doing his work as well. We have plenty of opportunities, and I'll talk about that in just a few moments, to where we can still minister Thirdly, he will neither fail nor abandon you. And again, these are uncertain times. Many are facing unemployment. Many are facing a health crisis potentially on your own and in your own circumstance. But we have the assurance and the promise from God's word that he will not fail you and he will not abandon you. Moses repeated that twice just here in chapter 31, the beginning of chapter 31 and verses 6 and 8. Of course, again, we see it all through scriptures where God says that. Uncertain times can cause fear and panic within the church. I want to read to you 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It says this, Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares for you. God knew that His people would worry. There's times where you and I worry. There's times I worry. God knew that. He knew that ahead of time, so he gave us his word. He gave us the scripture that we're able to read to give all of our worries and cares to God because he cares for you. I think a mistake that we can potentially make in the church is to say, uh, don't even be concerned with that. Don't worry about that. We're going to worry, but what do we do with that worry? We give that to the Lord because he cares for us. In other words, what I'm saying is we don't want to dismiss what we're feeling. However, at the same time, while we don't want to dismiss that, we do want to recognize the proper place, and that is to give that worry and that care to the Lord. God shows how to handle it. I also want to look, uh, have you turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. This is verse 6 and 7. I taught my children this um, memory verse many years ago uh, when they were much younger, and so I want to read this to you. It's one of my favorites. It says this, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. 
His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I was reading earlier this week where our four-square president, Glenn Jr., wrote this wonderful man of God. He wrote, The opposite of fear is not blind faith, but a sound mind. And of course, that scripture, that, that quote comes from uh, the scriptures where Paul wrote to Timothy saying, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. While everything is happening around us, the worry is happening, the uncertainty is happening, we have a sound mind knowing that God is going before us, and not only that, but God is going with us, and that he will never fail, and he will never abandon you. So in this season, as we're in this time, again, of uncertainty, where is God? He is with you. I want to talk uh, just quickly, too, because maybe you're not experiencing any of this work. You honestly may be frustrated with the whole, this whole season, how people are reacting, the political side of things. You're totally frustrated. I want, I want to address this just for a moment because there is that other end of the spectrum. Many people who are frustrated with the situation, and maybe you're mad at those who are panicking and those who are afraid. We can fall into that trap of being so self-assured that we're relying on ourselves during this time. And I'll encourage you, rely upon God during this time. With the strength and the courage that God has given you, help others during this time. There's a huge ministry opportunity that we all have in the middle of this. So rely on God, whether this situation has you uncertain and panicking or whether this situation has you just so frustrated with people. Either way, rely on God and minister to other people. Share God's love, His grace, and His peace. As we're going to draw this to a close here in just a few moments, uh, this season we, we are, we're forced to do things differently. School, work, church, we're forced to do things differently. I want us to use this time to draw closer to God because with the way things are set up, honestly, we may have a little more time on our hands. There's so many things that I have, so many meetings I have crossed off of my schedule for the next two weeks. And I'm wanting to be, of course, diligent and fill that time with work and to fill that time with um, being productive. But the reality is there's a little more time on my hands. What am I going to do with that? What am I encouraging you to do with that as well? Let's draw close to God closer than we ever have before. Maybe you're home a little bit more. Students, maybe you're home a little bit more. What are you going to do at this time? I want to encourage you. First of all, be in God's Word. Find a reading plan. We, can, we will be providing those. I'll, we'll be sending some of those things out over Facebook, over Instagram, our webpage, uh, things like that. We'll be sending those things out, resources for you. But read God's Word. Parents, you may need to redirect your kids' energy because they're going to have a lot of it. Find creative ways. There's all kinds of things online. We have Right Now Media account where you can uh, go to this video page. Basically, it's Netflix for uh, Christians, all kinds of things that you can look through, things for your children. Uh, we can provide that resource to you. Uh, direct your kids to God during this time. Allow them to discover His Word. Psalm 119.105 says, Your Word is a lamp to guide my feet, and a light for my path. Church, His Word will lead you. If you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus, turn to the Lord. Allow His Word to lead you during these uncertain times. You know what He's going to lead you to? He's going to lead you to Himself to assure you that He is with you.
Secondly, another thing that you can do during these uncertain times, maybe you have a little more time on your hands, is this, to pray, to intercede for folks. Uh, again, we've talked about those who are panicking during this time, almost to an extreme Begin to pray and to intercede for those uh, family members that you may have, co-workers that you may have. Honestly, at this point, maybe they're ex-co-workers during this time. Pray for strength, courage, vision. Pray for the unsaved. Pray for a resolution to this virus uh, that's happening uh, and those affected. Even though you may not know someone who's directly affected by this virus, physically, we know so many people that have been affected economically from this and so pray for those folks pray for medical staff pray for those who are working in our hospitals and our treatment centers pray for your government leaders pray for your church it's going to feel during this season that we're being drawn apart but let's press in pray for one another and uh, draw near to one another as well and pray for the gospel to spread rapidly what an opportunity that we have another thing that we can do during these uncertain times is reach out to others we may be limited by, here's the catchphrase, social distancing. Uh, that's the, what the uh, authorities are encouraging us to do at this point. So we may be limited because of that, but we can still check in on our families. We can check in on our neighbors through phone calls. Just yesterday, I was having a conversation with my neighbor across the fence and uh, just checking in on he and his wife. They're an elderly couple. And uh, we can still check in on our neighbors. Share the love of God during this time. Reach out to other people. Be the one who is strong and courageous amidst the panic. Be the one who is strong and courageous. Offer the hope of God in these certain uncertain times. To wrap all this up, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not panic. Do not be discouraged because God is with you and he is leading you and he is going before you. There's a few questions that we're going to attach to our webpage, to the Facebook Live, and I want you to take some time to go over that with your family, uh, with those who are around you, to discuss these seven questions that we have here. How has this affected you? Many other different questions that you can talk about. Take some time as a family unit to read over these, to pray with one another, and again, know that we are here for you. We're just a phone call away if you need us. And we'll be right there in physical presence if you need that as well. I hope to see you soon. As of now, our plan is in a couple of weeks to resume our church services. We will send out information on that. Um, but in the meantime, know that God is with you. I want to pray for you this morning. Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you for each and every person who's been watching today, who, who's needed the encouragement, either because of the worry and the fear, or because of the frustration with everything that's been going on. Lord, help us to be people, to understand that you are with us, you are leading us, and you are guiding us. God, I pray for that peace which surpasses all understanding to guard our hearts, to guard our minds through Christ Jesus. We love you. God bless you. See you next Sunday.